Welcome back, everyone, to another wonderful edition of our podcast from the Shy Spirits Guys. I'm Parker. I'm John. And then Jenny's with us today. Hello. But today's episode is all about Benchmark. What is Benchmark? Now, Benchmark, made by our good friends at Buffalo Trace. Everybody loves them. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the most popular distillery. Not the most popular brand from that distillery. No, it is not. You might remember Benchmark from the bottom shelf of your local liquor store. You might not remember it from there because oh, yeah. you didn't even look. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even look. Because you were too busy asking for a different B from Buffalo Trace. Blanton's. <laughs> yes, but this is their more economical entry into their uh, their mash bill, which is pretty exciting. I love it. And we kind of want to see where it stacks up against the others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited. Now, there are some fun things that the good people at the Benchmark brand do. Um, they're not available everywhere. I had to pick these up in Indiana. Now, these are six bottles yes, of Benchmark. Yeah, we have six bottles of Benchmark in front of us. Um, I'll just go through them really quick, and then we're going to um, taste them one at a time, talk a little bit about them. Um, I got the Buffalo Trace website up in front of me just to uh, look for a little background of what they were doing when they were thinking about these. Always appreciate it. But uh, the three, just real quick, we have our standard Benchmark Old Number 8 brand. We've got Benchmark Top Floor, we've got Benchmark Small Batch, Benchmark Bonded, Benchmark Single Barrel, and my personal favorite, but I haven't had three of these, so it might change, uh, Benchmark Full Proof. Favorite in theory. Yes, yeah, I've had it, it's great, it's great, but uh, I have not had at least three of these, so I'm excited to... Uh, I have not had at least five of these. I haven't had really? any, so I'm starting fresh across really? the board. You, yes. You're a little too bougie over there, John. You've never had regular Benchmark before? I've only had, I've only had regular. Oh, okay. I've, had, I've not oh, had you've not had five. any of the varietals, okay. I've not had the varietals. I had previously um, bought a bottle on the top floor about a year ago, which I enjoyed, and then uh, more recently I, uh, I tried the Full Proof, which was delightful. Um, but let's let's get into it. We have a uh, a pour of the. We're gonna start as I name them there. So a pour of your your classic vintage, if you will, benchmark old number eight brand. And this I smell is peanut butter. Eighty proof. Yeah, this is eighty proof. I smell peanut butter. You can find this ever oh, sure. literally everywhere bourbon is sold. And, uh, and even places it butter is sold. Maybe? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it peanut butter or butterscotch? I don't know. Mm. I get butterscotch, but. It's almost minty, too. Look at us, coming up with a, bu- a bunch of different stuff going on here. I do have the tasting wheel here. We, I play, I've, I've slightly planned ahead. Well, you, you're one of the few Americans who has a printer in their home. <laughs> I know, I, uh, you know... Why don't I, I capitalize on it? And, am, am I out of color ink? Yes, I am. Yes, but, but also, <laughs> you don't need color to true. have no taste. Very true. All right, yeah, I agree. It's got, like, a peanut buttery... It's, it's not as, like, peanut, peanutty as... Um, Knob Creek would be. But I would agree, definitely a butteriness to it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a... Um, it's high on taste, low on mouthfeel. But that's 80 proof for you. Yeah, it's definitely light. It's a uh, sessionable bourbon, if you would. <laughs> Good term for that. What do you think, Jenny? I'm trying to, like, nail a flavor down. I'm not... I would shoot this. Almond? Sure. It's nutty. I get, a, I, I get a hint of cherry in there. I could do cherry and almond, yeah. Which is a good combination. Uh, but no, it's. I mean, I feel like it kind of is what it is. It's not. W- what do you do with this? Yeah. 
You, you, you drink crush this bottle. In, in the words of our dear friend Harrison, games. you put this in your face. This is face and whiskey. I agree. I think, and it's a good face and whiskey. Yeah, it's and, not. It's good. Yeah. And this is usually like twelve bucks, thirteen bucks. Yeah, I, I would. That's on the level of like a black label Evan Williams. I mean, that is definitely the the space it lives in. I actually think I like it better than. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. it's like if you put those two side by side. Why don't you save that take for our bottom shelf episode? Okay. Where we're going to have those against each other. Okay. For all I'm excited that, for that. That could be our next episode. It may be. I'm ready. I like that as an idea for an episode. Um, really explore the under fifteen dollar bottle. The, un- the underbelly. Definitely of- under twenty. <laughs> under twenty. Under twenty. We got a lot of options under twenty. <laughs> That's but, great, though. Uh, but honestly, not um, bad. For what it is, yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not upset about that at if all. You can't, you can't really mix it too much because it's only 80 proof. But if you do want to have a low proof cocktail, you could. Yeah, let's not all... But yeah, if you're looking for... Hey, you got 13 bucks in your pocket and you want some bourbon. This will get you through the day. So I'm going to read you the official tasting notes from Buffalo Trace in the last one and see if you picked up what they picked up. Uh, nose bears caramel notes with a delicate stone fruit backdrop. I, th- I did think stone, stone fruit. fruit. Yeah. That's. I don't even know what that means, but. Like apricot and such. Um, uh, how do you even know that? I mean, exactly. Hold on, you're not eating at least five apricots a week. That's oh, a, that's what keeps the doctor away. or yeah. the dentist. I don't Maybe. Know. What does an apricot look like? It's don't very wor- small. Don't worry about it. It's like a, <laughs> um, a small peach. <laughs> a uh, a robust and sturdy palate with some fine leather notes mingling with dry tobacco, a touch of oak, and a hint of dried cherries. I think I think it's cherry. Cherry, yeah. Um, I get that. I get that though. I like the tobacco. Now. Yeah. The finish is smooth and calming. I would say it's a pretty. It calmed me down a little. That was good. I'm I'm very calm. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm so calm. I feel like you generally are. Thank you. Really flying off the handle. Though. You, <laughs> yeah, you calm down over there. Mm-hmm. Really real that. Well, in. I did rob that bank earlier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Luckily, the FBI doesn't listen to this. Uh, yeah, particular well, podcast. because we only have one listener, and, and that person doesn't work for the FBI. I don't. I don't think he worked, works for the FBI. So <laughs> wow, this has got some... top floor. I was a fan okay. of this when I tried this. Okay, this can, can I ask a question? Yes. Why is it called top floor? So the barrels used to make this were in the top floor of the Rick House. Okay. So remember, we we visited the uh, the Kohana one. Uh-huh. And you, you know, they had the like barrels. A rum distillery in Hawaii. Uh-huh. Uh, um, yes. So you remember we looked at the the Rick House, which is very definitely not as much stuff in it as a, as a Buffalo Trace one. But uh, you know, they had like the barrels here, barrels. I'm, uh-huh. you, I'm showing her like the bottom on the second row, third row to the top of, to the roof of the place. So the top floor ones, those were all the barrels that were on top. Okay. Now, what? Why does that matter? Yes. Great question. That's my question. Over time, the barrel position, it like barrel to barrel, they're a little different. That's why single barrels exist, is that... But like the top floor, I've heard like it, it, there's more heat up there. Yeah, theoretically, you're getting more barrel influence on the top floor because it's interacting more with the barrel because it's... If the liquid higher. comes in and out of the wood yeah. more. Same reason, like in places that have higher uh, humidity or, or warmer... You get more; they age faster because they're interacting with the wood more. Like in Kentucky, we're gonna have more of that than in Scotland. Yeah, we're, that's why. So, that's why most Scotch is older because it takes longer to. Okay, so at least that, in theory. In, in theory. Yeah. What would that mean for the flavor? Well, that's what we're about to find out. I'll tell okay. you this: the nose on this has like a very classic Buffalo Trace nose. Yeah. Like it's, I'm getting like cinnamon. Just to give you the yes. quick what it says on the bottle here. Or like nutmeg, maybe. Jenny, um, top floor bourbon that matures on top, on the top warehouse floors tends to age faster as heat rises. This top floor Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey is smooth and well rounded to be enjoyed straight with ice or in your favorite cocktail. 
So it matures faster on the top floor, okay. theoretically. This nose is great. The taste is taste different. It. Well, the nose is very familiar to Buffalo Trace. The taste is nice. Give me a hint of that. Um, what else do I get in there? It does. It is different, though. Yeah. It's, um, it's good. Agreed. It seems a little brighter to me. Does that make sense? Like It's floral. It's yeah. almost like got a candy kind of... Like a rose? Yes, rose, actually. Did you, did you look that up? I consulted my flavor wheel under floral, okay. and it made sense. <laughs> but, but honestly, like, yeah, you're not looking at the tasting notes on the bottle. You're looking at the flavor. No, yeah, I'm looking at the Yeah, that is not on the... That's not even in the... I do have the tasting notes yeah. here, which I don't taste half of that they say on here, but... Uh, um, I feel like I'm usually better at nailing tasting notes, but all I'm getting is, like, spice. Like, spicy. When you say that, are you talking about, like, a baking spice? You're not talking about, like, ethanol, right? Baking spice. Like, um, like it's, like, fall. We're, we're back in fall. Mm -hmm. kind of thing, yeah. That's kind of what I get. Just, it's, it's light. It's not, like, a heavy spice. It's, well, yeah, this is only 86 proof, right? right? Light so it's spice like note. Super chill. I often, but, I li but I also like it, like, the way it said on the, the label of, like, oh, well, you can have it on ice, or you can have it in your favorite cocktail, or, you know, like, whatever. I feel like that's a very appropriate description of it. Like, I feel like it's kind of a generic description of it, but I actually think it works in this case. I got a little dried fruit there, too. Yeah. I, this is very this is very fruity and floral, mm -hmm. not very earthy. Which is very different than the actual taste note they have on here. Although... Yeah. Jenny was on it though. Sense of subtle sweetness in baking spice are followed by flavors of light citrus, wow. butterscotch, and oak. I didn't get citrus, which I'm usually pretty good at picking out. So I don't get a lot of I'm a little oak. surprised about that. I don't get a lot of oak, but that's it's proof. Yeah. I got more butterscotch on the last one. I did too. But I, I got that rose and I got dried fruit. Man, I didn't feel like I was on it and I was on it, so I need to like mm -hmm. believe in myself. That's right. And then at the end, what we're gonna do is rank these. Oh, are we? Okay. I didn't know that. I, I'll start paying attention now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think I know how I would do the first two. Listen, I feel like our... I feel like I need I need to take notes now. Okay. Oh, you're already going. Okay, so what are we talking about? Small batch. Let's... Benchmark <laughs> small batch. 90 proof. Select barrels are chosen for this small batch Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey by our master distiller. Ooh, I'm not going to say this next part because it gives it away. Um, <laughs> we're not going to worry about that. But yeah, let's get it. I've not tried this one before. I find this nose a little more muted than the last so, one. So I'm obviously less well-versed in the bourbon world than you guys, but can you describe what small batch means? Well, we are two shy spirits guys. So uh, <laughs> so select barrels are chosen for this small batch bourbon by their master distiller. Okay. But all that to say that small batch is not a well-defined term. No. You okay. could call something small batch it could be anything from two to infinite number of barrels, really. Mm -hmm. There's not any top number of barrels. Um, you know, maybe maybe there should be regulation of that, but maybe there shouldn't be. You know, like mm -hmm. oh, that's nice. It's whatever gets you the blend you're looking for. Right. And gets you the bourbon you want. Right. I get a little corn on this. I hope so. It's at least fifty-one percent corn. <laughs> but I'm just saying that's mm. that's the initial flavor I got. Actually, it's interesting that we didn't get corn on the first two. Yeah. But I think you're absolutely right. I'm smelling, I feel like the smell of this one is a little bit more um, of your typical bourbon smell. Like I'm getting vanilla on this, you know what I mean? It's just like kind of your typical 
Yeah, definitely. I, I get a little more vanilla on the nose, especially. Yeah. The more that you all say that, I'm I'm right there with you. Actually, I had a hard time like picking out any particular flavors of this. It did taste like very traditional bourbon to me. Not Buffalo Trace standard. Like uh, it didn't taste like Buffalo Trace. their ninety two or whatever proof. But it did taste like um, kind of what you'd expect from like Kentucky bourbon in, in a very good way. I feel like my brain is stuck on this now, but I feel like I get baking spice on this one again. <laughs> Um, and again, this is all within like a twenty to thirty dollar price point. So like, right, like this, we're talking about like all good bourbons within twenty and thirty dollars. Like that's great. If this was like two, three, four dollars difference, I'd probably go for the t- small batch over mm-hmm. the standard, just because it's really. I get a little cereal, and I get a little leather. Oh yes. Um, I'm talking like a, a grain. Like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. But not like a you know sometimes you get like a young bourbon. No, like yes, yeah, so there's definitely a a fine line there. Like when a you get like the grain almost like a yeah like a, a more mature grain, not like some of the that stuff I got from North Carolina that was aged for at least twelve months. Oh my we god, won't that disclose was the distillery, but we will say that a distillery in North Carolina lookout. Yeah, it was it was rough. Maybe you um, don't trust North Carolina whiskey. <laughs> well, hold on. They, like, well, I don't want to. I don't want to. Um, really disparage the good name of North Carolina Distillers. Now yeah, especially all. future sponsors. I don't right, want right, to disparage right, anybody. Right, yeah. But uh, I want to take this moment to thank Hillbilly Bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I will say that that particular North Carolina whiskey we tried could have used another year or two in the barrel. That's or five. Five would have been great too. Yeah. <laughs> We're moving on to the next one. Is the bonded. Which means that it is 100 proof, and it comes in the... Uh, is that what that means? Is that what bonded means? It actually means a number of things. One, it means that it's 100 proof that's aged at least four years, and it's been aged in a government-supervised warehouse, right? I mean, I assume they didn't just call it bonded, that it actually is bonded. Bottled and bonded. What? So that's bottled and bonded. It comes from the 1897 uh, Act, the Bottled and Bond Act. Oh, you know what? Championed Let me read this, because Colonel they have Edmund. a really great thing on the side here that Championed I think Championed by is... Colonel Edmund... Go ahead, Jim. Oh, he wants to show off. I'm sorry, John. I didn't mean to say John's crushing it. Um, (laughs) uh, The Bottled and Bond Act of 1897 set strict standards for bonded whiskey. This 100-proof Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey aged four years to meet those standards. Enjoy the rich flavor and long, smooth finish. I think we'll be the judge of that. Thank you, Benchmark. Don't tell me what to do, please. I'll enjoy what I enjoy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. This is America. Well, there you go. Wow, this this nose is, oh. This this smells like a honestly, like that a is, small batch, like E. H. Taylor small batch. Like, that is delightful nose. Um, we're so we're up to a hundred proof now. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's so different. I thought the last. Getting more vanilla on this. I thought the last though. two were fairly similar. With some couple bonded notes and small batch. Um, top floor and small batch. Okay. This one seems very different to me. It says richer, right at the note bat. Like yeah. the nose. It's definitely is richer. richer for sure. Yeah. But it's also going from ninety proof to hundred proof. Like yeah. if this thing had kids, they'd be in private school. But I honestly think though that it's the it's the number of years though. I, I wonder if small batch is like maybe two to four years. Do we smell citrus? Could be. I do now. No. I I honestly think about uh, citrus as being like kind of a a standard for like kind of um. Mm. More of the grain and less of the barrel, and this one has maybe like barrel and uh, barrel and yeast buffalo trace influence to me. Uh, just for the record, the tasting on the actual website says no nose of citrus and honey. Mm. So Jenny is crushing it tonight. <laughs> Honestly, it just goes to show. Yeah, I was smelling like like an orangey smell. Mm. 
I don't taste that as much when I taste it, but I definitely smelled that. Let me get out here. This is great. This is um, really again good, like really good. Yeah. A little more aromatic. This one, I feel like. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sticking with my spices. Like yes. I still like I'm feeling. Oh, there, there's definitely some spice there. Actually, yeah. more so I think in this one than. Right. I can get that. I got a little longer. It's got a little longer finish too. I'm getting a little yes. of that Kentucky hug. Mm -hmm. I love it. And, and it's not like uh, hot. It's like still. No. It's still actually. I think it tastes under 100 proof. Really. For sure. It's it's very um, approachable. I like to say sessionable. Uh, dangerously drinkable, as some of my coworkers might say. Yeah. You don't want to have a 100 proof bourbon that's uh, so drinkable. And that's why I, I'm going to rate this one a lot. No, I'm just kidding. So the, so the note on this one, kind of a generic note. Um, you can put that on the kind of thing. Oh. A touch of light oak, caramel, and vanilla. Which are very standard. Yeah. I got a little more out of that, though. I feel like I got a little tobacco, a little those, licorice. Those Whoa. Are the, can you say that one more time? I'm sorry. I got a little, it's like the aromatic, I got a little tobacco, a little no, bit of mint. Uh, uh, this says a touch of light oak, caramel, and vanilla. So pretty standard. But, but you've drawn us. more from that. From the well. Yeah, I'm really enjoying the tasting wheel. That's yeah. really helping. But that's how I'd break it down. Like I'm getting a little bit hint of that mint, maybe a little licorice, and then definitely a little bit of tobacco. So a little bit of earthiness, a little bit of aromatic. I mean, sure, I get some vanilla, but I feel like that one I got the. I'm interested. It's interesting to me but, that they yep. mentioned baking yep. spice on the other ones and they didn't with this one because yeah, what, I well, felt like I got more baking spice on this one than the other one. This ones. seems spicier, but I maybe maybe like a rye spice though, not a baking. Yeah, I'm sure the mash bills are not different, but I, I would assume that these are all the same mash bills. These are yeah, like but I, one from Buffalo Trace. But I felt it was less of a baking spice and more of a like a different kind What's of spice. What's incredible is that each of these is so different. Is stuff on. Spices. <laughs> yeah, Apparently. these are these are so different, and they look absolutely the same. Like these bottles, like you see these in the store, and you'd be like, these are the exact same bourbon, and they are the exact, uh, like they are all different. Wow, this one, sweet. This is a uh, single barrel. Single barrel. Ninety-five proof. proof. So why did Here. we go? We went from hundred to ninety-five, and this was your call, Parker. What was it that made you think we should do that? Well, I just felt going up the like up the train here. So they actually have this almost. If you go down on the Buffalo Trace site, and I didn't see this until after I had set these up, they go regular top floor small batch, bonded, and then they go foolproof then single barrel. They don't say why. Burn your palate out. But uh, you know, single barrel is generally pretty highly thought of. I definitely liked it in the. I agree with them in the first four. I think like regular, obviously, you start. Top floor is just regular that was aged on top. Small batch, then you're okay, we're narrowing it down. Bonded, now we got like people from the government involved. This is getting serious. And then, mm -hmm. yeah. And then All I like, insurance. then it comes down to single barrel foolproof. I wanted to try foolproof last because it's higher proof. And generally, in my experience, I tend to like foolproof depending, I mean, it's very dependent on the brand, but like, uh, I like foolproof. So I What? No. I thought you liked like 90 to 100, generally. Oh, I do. But, like, I'm talking about, like, if it's either a single barrel or a full proof of something. Okay. Those are usually both higher proof anyway. Yeah. It's like, when I think of, like, especially Buffalo Trace, like, my favorite Buffalo Trace related thing is probably, like, of their normal stuff is Weller full proof. I think that is the mm. best. I think that's the best of the Wellers. I'm, I'm a Weller 12 person. I'm in the 90s. I, I understand. Yeah. I understand. But, like, the full proof. I think that, you know that's exactly what my, my motivation and, and here was. Those are the weeded ones. Like we're, yeah. we're talking different here. No, I know. But that, that that was my mindset. I thought I want to go foolproof after single barrel. That's what I was thinking. I'm I'm getting a very traditional Buffalo Trace nose on this one. Oh, man, 
I don't. I. I what do you got? Well, so flavors, it's hard, be, but I'm like, when I smell this, I'm like, oh, this smells like Eagle Rare. This smells like Buffalo Trace. Something that was made one. in that building, yeah. Yeah, this all, this smells very, like, it, it's very complex, that's why, but I, I agree with you, that, like, I can get some vanilla out of that. I get a lot of richness. I feel like the last, the Bonded and the Single Barrel have a lot of yeah. additional The smells are a little bit more. Deeper, richer, yeah. Um, I don't robust. Oh, yeah, more robust is a great yeah. word. Thank you. Anyways, this is delicious. This is my favorite so far. Oh wait, we have we have a message coming in from one of our fellow Windy City sippers right now. He says, "Had early times for the first time today." It's a good, very good brown forming product. I enjoyed it. He said they probably meant bottled and bond. Would be my guess. I would guess, yeah. Mm -hmm. Just good. Yeah, always. I always like to just you know. Keep in touch with the Windy City Sippers. Yes, we should. Hey, we're yeah. founding members. What notes are you guys getting on the single barrel? I'm having a hard time nailing this one down. Me too. Well, I'd say it's like, um, it's still kind of like caramely. It's still like, um, I get the caramel. I get a little like the oakiness, like, as my tasting, we would say toasted oak. We're all going to take another on this. Another really sip of this one. But I will say this. I think that um, at 20-something dollars, that this is like... Fantastic. Yeah, this is like, like maybe 28 bucks tops. Like, like fantastic. That's incredible. Yeah. Like, I bet if you put this in the wine tasting with some other Buffalo yeah. Trace products that you, a lot of people would. Oh, that'll be a winner. Oh, next time we go to Indy, mm -hmm. I'm going to buy more of... The more bottles barrel. of all of these things, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Specifically, the bottled single barrel, and we're not even at the full proof. Yeah, which I... Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of a lot of these things. The top floor, the first time I bought this, it was 20 bucks. And that wow. was great for 20 bucks. I can't believe how, like, I feel like it's hard to nail down a, a flavor on the single barrel because it's so smooth. Like, for being 95, I mean, it's 95 proof, it's not that high, but it's still... Yeah, I mean, it's not, it, it's like, not 80 proof, though, it's, you know... No, but yeah, like, it's still, it just, like, it's just so smooth that it's hard to just be like, okay, well, I taste this, and I taste this, and I taste this. But I feel like Actually, it, there is a richness to it, though, because sometimes smooth is like folks. It it gets gets um equated with oh, it's not a lot going on. It's simplistic. Sure, but but that's not what we're no. But about. I don't think that's what this is. No. Yeah, it's like it's um a lack of heat, but also like a uh, an abundance of flavor. I'm getting actually some pumpkin. I'm getting a lot of pumpkin on this. That's interesting. I thought about that. And that is that is the predominant. Can I tell you something? <laughs> if it's pumpkin, I feel like it's similar to baking spice. <laughs> Which has been like a... You're just like in a, a fall mood there. A theme, yeah. Yeah, but you know like... But I, that, I feel like I do get a little bit of that type of like fall flavor there. And that's what I've been getting across the board anyway. Not, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah, it's not ginger. It's not like quite nutmeg. It's not allspice. It's definitely no. like in that... Like I think of it as like a, like a muted... Like not a, like a pumpkin that's good. It's like the single barrel is so far my favorite. I, can't, I get a little I jamminess like, personally. A little... What, what, any kind of jam in particular? Or? A pumpkin jam. No, it's not a <laughs> Wait, wait. There is pumpkin butter. I have some in, in my refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. um, is it is, Evelyn's? Which is great. Yeah, which is great on toast, by the way. Um, oh, my God. I love Evelyn's. And let's take a minute to talk about our sponsor, Evelyn's Pumpkin Butter. Um, <laughs> you got to go to the West Virginia Pumpkin Festival. By the way, can I tell you my flavor here? I'm sorry. Yes, please, I just please. got one. Cinnamon. Okay. Nice. It's light. It's a very light cinnamon, but I got cinnamon. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Evelyn's. Woo! That's ordinary <laughs> Evelyn's. She's out there. You know, check her out. The, uh, the pumpkin festival. But yeah, I get a little of that cooked jammy fruit. Oh, um, that single barrel right is good. That. I think you're right on that. Yeah. I like, got this paper here to take notes so that I could decide what I like the best. And I've liked 
each time I've tried a new one, I've liked it more. I think that means the order we put them in was perfect. Was perfect. Well, I haven't tried the foolproof yet. That's true. I can't tell you that. That's true. You might... Um, that's the official taste note here is a nose of toasted oak, which I got that oak, baking spice leads to a complex palate with notes of caramel and citrus undertones. Okay. I got that. I feel like we're doing a pretty good job so far. This is definitely, um... I feel like I'm nailing it. You're crushing oh, it. We should, we should, we should have had you at our blind tasting when we were... I mean, we're going to change the name of this podcast. Oh, the blind tasting, by the way, I would have done horrible with because I don't, I can't just like identify, like like taste this and be like, oh, that's four roses. Like I, I can't do that. I, I think a name for this podcast we just came up with. A good it. way, apparently. Jenny and the Shy Spirits guys. Right. <laughs> but also, we do like to have a lot like of folks. And sometimes Jenny isn't available because she's way more important than us. Yes, this is a hobby for her, whereas this is our mm. careers. Oh man, we are, and this is, sounds like a good time to let you know that every dollar you spend on us on Patreon does help us. Uh, figure out which spirits you like. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, please feel free to leave any ideas for future episodes of the podcast, things you'd like us to taste, in the comments. Yeah, and also Smash subscribe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, Smash that subscribe button. Yeah. Don't just like, don't just like it a little bit. <laughs> so we moved on to the, what is it? Uh, this Hole is the foolproof. So 125. I'm sorry, I'm going to look at this little note they have over here. I do here. think this is the most expensive of the lineup. Is it like almost $29? I think it's $28.99. <laughs> exactly well, I'm right. not going to read that because it tells you the spice and the flavors, so I'm not going to do that. Um, so everybody, take a swig. Um, take a smell. It's definitely, you definitely get a little more heat on there. Just a hint, though. Not overwhelming. Not that much, yeah. I mean, I smell caramel. I don't. I, I don't feel like any Dig deeper. I get a little bit of um, a smokiness. Just a hint. I can see that. Yeah. Thanks, John. That means a lot. Yeah, I mean, this is um, when you go to the higher proof. It's going to be a little bit more, um, maybe a little more barrel influence because you know you're not watering it down. It's like my first time. I'm getting a lot of corn on that for sure. For sure. But it's almost like an eclair. Definitely a little bit more heat there yeah, that's than good. the others, which makes sense. Yeah, that, that's got some backbone, I think, though. Like, it's not hot, but no. it's definitely, it's got some backbone. It's got too. some, yeah. Like, if you were to drink this side-by-side side with, like, the one of the first two, you'd be like, oh, yeah, this is... Yeah, certainly. This is packing a little more heat. Well, because this has a lot more uh, uh, actual, like, distillate in it versus mm-hmm. water post-aging of the bourbon. Yeah. Um. So... I feel like Parker will appreciate this. My tasting note is actually burnt marshmallow. Oh, nice! That is a good tasting note, dear. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. So yes. It's not. It's not marshmallow. It's burnt marshmallow. Honestly, we've always said that women um, have the best taste and looks. And yes, right. Like we're just here to make a a forum uh, mm. for Jenny and others. Happy to be a guest anytime on your show if you're going to talk about me like this. <laughs> the burnt marshmallow is really where like it came through. We realized, yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. But like again, I get that like smokiness, which is kind of nice. Yeah. What else are you? John, what do you get on there? I think that um, it's hard for me to get past the marshmallow. Once Jenny said that, I was like, yes, yep, I it. all hail Queen Jenny on the marshmallow. <laughs> oh my god. Which is wild, because it's 125 proof. You don't expect that. You don't expect something as sweet as that. 
I mean, like I'm getting some. I got some corn on the palate on the finish. It's that's why it's not marshmallow and it's right. burnt marshmallow. It's different. Honestly, the last three that we've tried, those are. God, that is a good tasting. I'm just like, right. I'm sorry, like I'm getting it. Not that I get. That marshmallow you left on the fire a little too long. It caught fire. Yes. Yeah. No. And you're like, all right, well, I'm gonna put it. I blow it out. I'm like, all right, I'm still gonna eat it. I was the boy yeah, scout, and who it's still just delicious. Let's be mm -hmm. real; it's still delicious. It looks like it's not going to be delicious, but it's still delicious right. on the inside because it, on the inside is what matters. I get a little, yeah, I get a little exactly. clove too. I guess if I'm going to add oh, something to this. Oh my gosh, <laughs> for sure! No, um, like yes, thank you for naming what we all were thinking. Um, I would say the last three just like oh, well, actually, really blew up. I did get a hint of chocolate too, and this does have it in the note here. It says it on the side too. I didn't. Or does it? Oh. I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> um, yeah, I get a hint of so chocolate s'mores, too. S'mores, guys. It tastes like. S'mores. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, like a burnt <laughs> s'mores. So the official taste note of this is this: uh, the scent of deep brown sugar and chocolate are followed by a bold taste of caramel and baking spice. I am so excited to have a bottle of this. The finish is long and rich. Yes. You do have a bottle of this. What would you What would you put this into a cocktail of? I feel like it would be like a really good, like sweeter cocktail, like even an old fashioned. I would love an old fashioned with this. Right. Yeah. I no, would, like I wouldn't make that into a Manhattan. I would put this in a revolver in a heartbeat. What's a revolver again? That's um bourbon, um coffee liqueur and orange bitters. Oh my god. Yeah, that All would right. be. This would actually be perfect for that. All right, we're gonna do uh, a, a quick we have that all, next I, podcast. By the way, we can do it right now. Right. <laughs> we yes. have coffee liqueur. <laughs> You want to make a quick one? Yeah. John, like, John, like can fill time. Uh, honestly, the last three were just phenomenal. Yeah. In a, in a very surprising way. I listen. I was blown away by how good the single barrel was in the bonnet. Like you're right. Right. The single barrel. I think. I think I like them exactly the order we had them. Yeah. Honestly. Je I agree with Jenny there. I think that's, that she sense? built herself as like new at this, but she's really quite. A yeah. Really old hat. We're talking yeah, about. She's just like yeah. But I, yeah, I think I like. Or we had them. The single barrel, like you said, the foolproof are right. changeable. Um, and, and honestly, like none of these was bad because no. I mean, like okay, maybe you expect that from like a big distillery. Like they're all going to put out like a fine product from start to finish. Mm -hmm. But like uh, each of these was incredible, and and also by like the time you get to like twenty nine dollars, like wow. Yeah, I like I. You'd be hard pressed to name a lot of things that were better. Would you say that benchmark exceeded your expectations? Hundred percent. Yes. Right. I think so. Hundred percent. I think that's easy to say. I think that everything from the standard label exceeded my expectations, and and that's only because I'd had the standard label before. I thought that that was a very good bottle, and everything else was. Yeah. No. Not to, not, not to talk poorly of it, but yeah, the the standard one tastes. It's for you know what for thirteen fourteen bucks it's, it's fine. You're like hey, I want to have a shooting I want to have a decent yeah. whiskey at my place. I'm not gonna be upset about With it. The bottle to my face. But like yeah, it's you you get what you're paying for a little bit there. Eighty but, proof. Yeah. Yeah, but overall it's pretty good. Actually though, I do appreciate that Buffalo Trace will put out an eighty proof whiskey. You know. Mm -hmm. All right. So so Jenny has come back with a uh, cocktail made out of the full proof because of the flavors. Jenny, what 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 have you put into this drink? So it is two to one, um, foolproof benchmark and uh, Mr. Black cold brew liqueur. Coffee liqueur. Coffee um, liqueur. Um, an Australian coffee liqueur that I'm a huge fan of. Um, they are very passionate about both their um, alcohol and their coffee. It is a wonderful pairing. If you're looking for a good coffee liqueur, that is my pick. And oh. orange bitters. Wow, that's really good. It's it's orangey, chocolatey. It's like one of those like little chocolate oranges. 
Remember those? Like you like, get that? Yeah, yeah. That is very good. Um, really good. Yeah, you you were right on the the proof of that really helps. But man, that is good. Double check. Double check. Uh, confirmed. These straws are great for this. Delicious. That's okay. But we agree. Um, the foolproof is fantastic. We should wrap in a cocktail. What do we want to say about this? I mean, I think that benchmark. Yeah, it's. I I'm impressed. Like there wasn't anything that I tasted today that I didn't like, and it's like like we've said multiple times. It's between a twenty and thirty dollar. Is there one of these that you would put against Buffalo Trace standard? Uh, the single barrel. Yeah. Okay. Like, next, you listen up. We'll do that. I, I think. I've got a bottle of single barrel. We'll do that next time. Yeah. Or one of these times. I love it. Yeah. Um, honestly, about if we do when we do our Buffalo Trace podcast episode, we'll we'll throw benchmark single barrel against Buffalo Trace against yeah. EH against a bunch of things. That'd be great. Yeah. I think we're on to something there. All right. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. I want to thank Todd in particular. Yeah. Our, our guest. Our, our, our fan. Our single the Patreon one. supporter. <laughs> Possibly our only listener. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we're, we love doing it. We love having you here with us. Thanks so much. Can't wait to do it again. Thanks, guys. Bye.